Hi, I'm Rhonda Pick, news editor with Poultry Health Today. With me is Dr. David Swain from Athens, Georgia. Good morning, David. Good morning. The 14th edition of Diseases of Poultry, a two-part book spanning nearly 1,500 pages, was recently released in print and digital format. As editor-in-chief of this publication, describe some of the driving forces behind your decision to create this new edition. So the the AAAP, the American Association of Avian Pathologists, uh, oversees uh, many educational opportunities. One of them is, is published information that will help uh, poultry health professionals, especially poultry veterinarians, in their daily task of uh, dealing with the poultry health issues around the world. And so um, the first edition was actually published in the 1940s. Uh, and then beginning in the 1960s, uh, AAAP took over site in doing this publication from a scientific standpoint and has appointed the editor and associate editors uh, for each sub subsequent editions. And with all important health issues, uh, things you know, are created that are new, new information is derived, new treatments, uh, new ways to diagnose it. So anytime you do a textbook, it has a sort of limited lifespan. And that's why there are 14 editions is that we have to update the information to the newest scientific findings to help poultry veterinarians and other poultry professionals deal with poultry health issues. What new topics ultimately made your short list as far as new content to bring into this new edition? So we have a variety of uh, new features in the book. Um, we did expand the emerging diseases section in the back. Uh, it's chapter 33. Uh, we've had some new uh, diseases, not well characterized, but are being seen uh, out there in the field. Uh, for example, the wooden breast syndrome has become a major issue among broader production, and that's added as a chapter in there. White chick syndrome, which has just recently be, been determined to be uh, caused by an astrovirus. And so those are kind of new features. But also we went back and did major revisions for several chapters like chicken anemia virus and reovirus that had not really had a, a huge update in many years and actually changed uh, some of the authors. One of the big trends in, in the poultry industry in recent years has been the shift towards antibiotic-free. How is, how is the new edition that you've released addressing that particular challenge in the poultry industry? That is really a new challenge uh, that poultry veterinarians and professionals are, are really focusing upon, and there has been a huge consumer demand to raise poultry antibiotic-free. And that creates a lot of uh, difficulties in managing diseases and preventing diseases. And therefore, we uh, approached a couple of world-renowned poultry veterinarians who deal with this issue in production companies. And they wrote an excellent chapter on antibiotic-free production of poultry. Tell me more about the team of clinical veterinarians that you assembled to consult on this new edition. Specifically, how did you recruit them and what was their role in, in the initiative? So we have for a long time re recognized that uh, field information as far as in treatments and preventative, those things aren't always published in peer-reviewed journals and they change very quickly and they are very regional in how they're done. So we thought, let's give it a try of going out uh, to our colleagues in the field and trying to pick some of the leaders um, in different sectors and different regions of the world and have them help us identify specific treatments. So we 
uh, collected from them uh, information. And how we did this, we kind of approached uh, the Broiler Vet Association here in the Americas. Uh, we approached uh, some of the people that I knew from contacts working internationally uh, in Australia and in Asia to help us kind of pull together critical information. And we did the same thing with, with layers and in breeder operations. And so we ended up, um, the, the, we could make this endless and huge, but we tried to focus it down so we could manage the information to down to seven clinical veterinarians. And they didn't just provide their information. What they did is they went out to their colleagues, uh, for example, the broiler vets um, and the turkey vets. And then we distributed that to all the authors that were working on disease-specific entities and said, okay, here's information we have. Please use this information in writing your chapter. And so we hope that uh, we were able to incorporate um, a lot of that wisdom, a lot of those very important and critical uh, pieces of information about how we deal with them in the field for prevention as well as treatment. What kind of information can veterinarians expect to see in volume one versus volume two of this 14th edition? The first volume has uh, a big section on just general management of poultry in our commercial settings, and then also the viral diseases. That's, that's volume one. Volume two uh, contains the rest of the content. So we're talking about bacterial diseases, fungal diseases, protozoal diseases, um, non-infectious diseases, et cetera, are all contained within that. And they're about half of the content in each of the volumes. Where can one find a copy of the book if they're interested in purchasing it? So the book is available as a hard copy from Wiley directly or other online booksellers. The electronic version is available from the Bookshelf app, which you can go online and, and download that app. Uh, and purchase the book that way. And if you're a AAAP member, is it correct that you get a discount on the book? That is correct. Uh, as a AAAP member, you get a 25% discount on either the paper copy or the electronic copy. Well, congratulations. I know this was a very large undertaking for you and the rest of your editorial team and con massive amount of contributing authors. So congratulations on the milestone of getting the book out and a real tribute to the serving the industry well. Thank you very much.